0: Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. My name is Rev. Todd Laddick, and today we're going to be talking about part four of a four-part series entitled, All Are Called, with today's message specifically entitled, Affirmed, based off of 2 Samuel chapter 5, verses 1-5 through and verse 12. So let us dive into the Word today. Then all of the tribes of Israel went to David at Hebron and told him, We are your own flesh and blood. In the past, when Saul was our king, you were the only one who really led the forces of Israel. And the Lord told you, You will be the shepherd of my people Israel. You will be Israel's leader. So there at Hebron, King David made a covenant before the Lord with all the elders of Israel, and they anointed him king of Israel. David was thirty years old when he began to reign. And he reigned forty years in all. He reigned over Judah from Hebron for seven years and six months, and from Jerusalem he reigned over all Israel and Judah for thirty-three years. And verse 12, And David realized that the Lord had confirmed him as king over Israel, and had blessed his kingdom for the sake of his people Israel. Amen. It can be hard to know if we're really following our call. But people around us can affirm us and keep us on the right path. Sometimes we must trust God speaking to us through others over believing our self-doubts. My mom has always been the biggest source of affirmation in my call. She was the one who believed God had given her the message that I would one day be a pastor, though she never forced that ever. My eight or so years as Wiccan is evidence of that. I am my own person, always have been, and I, I needed to come to accepting my call my own way. But my mom would always affirm my call at the same time. Speaking of which, I needed to step away from Christianity for the time that I did. Looking back, that time was as foundational for me in my call as was all of the time I found in the church. I think of what Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 5 when speaking on disciplining a wayward Christian who refuses to stop having an affair with his stepmother. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 5, "Then you must look or the, then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day the Lord returns." By handing this guy over to Satan. Paul means, let the person go live in their sin. Let them experience the world outside of Christ. Then maybe one day, they'll see the error of their ways and come back to salvation. I needed that time apart. I needed to experience the world for myself. I needed to realize my need for God. That God wasn't the problem. Jesus Christ wasn't the problem. The problem was, I was searching for the world I was searching the world, excuse me, for my identity, when all along I had my true identity in Jesus Christ. Ironically, and it may be hard for some to hear this, depending on how narrow their theology is, but Wicca was God's response to my walking away. God gave me a religion where I could stay, could somewhat stay on the path. it added provisions, uh, to, he added provisions to nurture me through it, uh, that, that religion, and just as God gave water and provisions to Hagar in Ishmael in the wilderness following being expelled from Abraham's camp, so too God gave me provisions in that religion called Wicca. Now, I'm not suggesting that Wicca is the way or anything like that. I'm just saying that God used that religion, and we often ought to be careful how we judge others, you know? We can always show God's love without condemning people, and that's the best way to do it. And my mom was that way. She wasn't super excited that I was Wiccan, but she trusted God. And whenever she could, she would just reaffirm that God loved me and God had called me. And so... That religion, Wicca, while I was in it, reaffirmed for me that all all of life, all of nature, is sacred. That we ought to harm none. That's a pretty Christian concept too. Uh, Put God or put good, excuse me, put good and God out in the world, and uh, to live in harmony with all of creation. I thought I had walked away from the religion of my birth, and I had for a time, but Christ never walked away from me. And it was my mom who always affirmed that. Without her reminders and affirmation, I might never have found my way to my call. Consider this. How do we broaden the understanding of God's calling into all facets of life? Family life, secular work, relationships. How do we see our job as more than just a payback, but also as a means and place of ministry, a calling from God as we live out our baptismal covenant. The people remind David of his calling and what God has already done in verses 1 and 2, and sometimes we lose sight of our calling and God places people in our lives to affirm our call. David is not king on his own but God has made him king. There's a juxtaposition here between David and how he is affirmed in his leadership by the people around him, and Absalom, who self-proclaims his right to the throne, and for that, let's look at 2 Samuel chapter 15, verses 7 through 12. After four years, Absalom said to the king, Let me go to Hebron to offer a sacrifice to the Lord and fulfill a vow I made to him. For while your servant was at Geshur in Aram, I promised a sacrifice to the Lord in Hebron if he would bring me back to Jerusalem. All right, the king told him, go and fulfill your vow. So Absalom went to Hebron, but while he was there, he sent secret messengers to all the tribes of Israel to stir up a rebellion against the king. As soon as you hear the ram's horn, his message read, you are to say, Absalom has been crowned king in Hebron. He took 200 men from Jerusalem with him as guests, but they knew nothing of his intentions. While Absalom was offering the sacrifice, he sent for Ahithophel, one of David's counselors who lived in Gilo. uh, Soon, many others also joined Absalom, and the conspiracy gained momentum. So you can see the difference between David and his son Absalom. God shows grace to broken people. Now, David has a lot of weaknesses that would have disqualified him in today's context. God uses people in unexpected ways. And, and let's think about that. David, David's weaknesses, he had a tendency to take out his political rivals. He had blood on his hands, countless blood. Uh, he None worse than, uh, shall we say, Uriah, who was the husband of Bathsheba, who David, uh, because he couldn't get Uriah to lay down with his wife to cover up the act that he had got David had gotten her pregnant, he sent Uriah to the front lines and had him killed so he wouldn't discover that of the, uh, the affair. So I mean, David had weaknesses that would have disqualified him in almost any context, really. But God uses people in unexpected ways. I mean, how do we turn from judging people and their weaknesses? to affirming God's call on their lives. Now, I want to make a note. This does not mean we ignore or condone wrongdoing, but how do we see people's worth amid their brokenness and affirm them in how God is calling them? Verse 12 shows David recognizing that God exalted him, not for David's own glory, but for the sake of the people Israel. How can we begin to see Areas of our life that before may have felt purely about us, for example, work, hobbies, recreation, certain relationships, whatever. How can we see those things as places where we can fulfill God's call on our life to serve and serve others? How can we, like David, begin to shift to the bigger picture of what God is doing through and around us? Now I want to make a note here. David was anointed three times. First by Samuel in his father's house, as we saw in 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 13. Then in the tribe of Judah claimed uh, then when the tribe of Judah claimed him for their king in 2 Samuel chapter 2, verse 4. And then in 2 Samuel 5, verse 3, when all Israel did the same, after David, by God's power, did the unthinkable and united the twelve tribes into one kingdom. God's calling, my friends, God's calling is a process. We may not know what we are meant to do and where we are meant to go right away. It may take multiple different phases of life and affirmations from others, or us to fully perceive and understand how God has called us just for this purpose and this place. Fulfilling God's purpose for our life is all a part of moving on to perfection. Not perfection in the worldly sense, but in the sense of becoming more and more Christ-like. We can and should give ourselves some grace here when we don't have it all figured out. I want you to think about the ways that that you have been affirmed in your calling. Have others noticed gifts and graces in you that you have not seen before? Or validated what you knew your gifts and graces to be? How can you act on that affirmation? How can you deepen your commitment to your call, perhaps in a new or unexplored area of your life, or... If you are in a place of uncertainty about your call, who might you trust to give you feedback about whether you're going in the right direction? I can think of uh, a person who reached out to me and others, not just me, to affirm a call to start a podcast. And the, the, the call was affirmed. I mean, it was meant to happen. And it's an awesome podcast. So sometimes if we can't, feel certain about our call, maybe somebody else could give us feedback. I also encourage you to think about the ways you can affirm others. We all have the ability to see talents and gifts in others that you may not be able to see in yourselves. Or that they might not be able to see in themselves, I should say. And we can really encourage them to build uh, them up in those areas. And we're called to do this. We're not called just to have others affirm our call, but we're there to affirm others' calls, too. And since we believe God's calling is a process, where is God calling our church? One thing's for sure, and I know this isn't just in my church, this is across the board, God is calling us into greater stewardship, greater support of the ministries and mission of the church, and God is calling us to do what we can to live out that call affirmed by God the leadership, and the congregation. Friends, we are called. All of us are called. Hence the title of this series. And it's just a matter of us opening our eyes to that call and opening our hearts to it and responding in the affirmative, just as God has affirmed us. Let us affirm what God is calling us to do, and let us do it. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you and praise you for this opportunity. We praise you for this chance to be your children, to be a part of your kingdom, not just a part of it, but an active, vibrant part, ambassadors to your kingdom, and help us to affirm the call that you've placed on each of us. And if we can't affirm it, if we are uncertain, help us have others in our lives who will affirm the call for us, so that in the end we can say, yes, Lord Jesus, send me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, it's always awesome to have you here tuning into this. I hope you got something out of this message. It was a a definitely inspirational message, one that uh, also challenges us to answer the call that God has put on our lives. And that was the point of this whole uh, worship series. So I hope you got something out of it. Uh, In the episode notes, uh, you'll see links to our giving pages at First United Methodist Church of Newton. If this is uh, your main spiritual filling for the week and you have it in you to give to us, we could really use that. Uh, Things are tight, for sure, as they are everywhere across the board for all churches. But if this is supplemental and you attend another church community, by all means support your church community, and if you can support us both, that would rock. Uh, But as always, this particular ministry is free to anyone to listen to uh, as, uh, as I am hopefully sharing the good news of Jesus Christ with all of you. With that said, remember, you are richly blessed so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.